Welcome everyone to the podcast. It's your girl Lena Anderson and by Nice Capers. How y'all doing today? Yes, and we are Women Win Together and we are back. We are here. We are going to be sharing some amazing tips. We got some updates for you on what's been going on with us. (laughs) Come on, look forward to it. (laughs) And um, we're going to get into some great conversation today. so, Juanice, what's been going on with you? Any updates? Anything you want to share? I'm so excited. Yes, we, we have so, you know, I'm what I'm trying to learn to do is to pace myself. Can y'all entrepreneurs understand what pacing yourself? So I've been getting a few downloads, but I have been creating a training for um, small businesses in healthcare. So that we can change, yeah, so that we can change the trajectory of how people are receiving healthcare, particularly in the smaller environments and the smaller corporations, and Mm -hmm. to bring some of my past experience, my personal experience, and obviously my professional experience, and combine those things and create a message that is really going to be hopefully heartfelt by the servers, the one who serves our family and our loved ones, so they can... um, better offer the type of service that we want our family to receive and then it also grow in their own careers with yes. a different change with a changed mind so that's been exciting for me what about you that's good that's Just awesome tell us a little bit you like that you think that you like I it you do. like it <laughs> it's necessary it is necessary because you know that's definitely yes. one of the things a lot of people are fearful of with taking care of family members or uh you know even like elderly i used to work in the nursing home and I was afraid about the things mm. I saw like it scared mm-hmm. me the things I saw mm-hmm. so that's an awesome that's an awesome 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 um workshop I look forward to hearing more about that yeah thank you so much and I really want to do a lot of traveling when I think it's again I think I know it's necessary because I need that level of care in my own home and as most of you know I'm also a business consultant so I'm just going to focus some of that consultation towards that industry for now Right. Because it's like you said, sis, it's necessary. Absolutely. It's very necessary. Yeah, so I'm excited. Tell us what's going on with you. Yes. I like <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on opening up um more services for um a target market of, you know, business owners, especially you know, new entrepreneurs, smaller businesses who are looking for video work, um, commercials, um, means of advertising so that we can use it on you know, different platforms, you know, it's, they can, social media has been impactful for helping people launch and brand out, but a lot of people, it's still a very, you know, visual word, unfortunately, we don't like reading too much anymore, but (laughs) everyone likes (laughs) visual, so I'm opening up a portion of my business to helping people with, um, getting the visual aspect together for video um, if they needed some commercial work done for television and or for um, social media platforms. I'm opening up that that part of myself to help people not only learn um, best practices and, and um, the best way to push themselves out there visually, but to offer my services for editing and creating, creative directing in that area. Oh, hello. I raised my hand. I definitely, <laughs> I have been getting so many downloads. And as entrepreneurship, we know that flexibility is necessary in revisiting yes. that vision and that mission and how you want to approach it 
if you have to do it once, twice, three times, don't become frustrated with it, but just follow the leading that you're getting because you're getting those messages from what you're seeing and what you're hearing the people that you serve need. So I have been creating commercials for myself and oh, the wow. what I'm going to, this is so fun. And the snippets of what I would say because short and sweet mm-hmm. is what I wanted to be, just get to the point make the message clear. So I raised my hand, put me on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's so important that um, we all come together and help each other out. You know, um, with what you're doing, I know that it will be a benefit for myself. Um, as you know, I yeah. have a family member, you know, who, look, we ain't getting any younger. And you know, you know, and I know I want to be a, a instrument to help my family if there's a need that needs to be met. You know what I mean? So, um, yes, I think yes. it's, like I said, it's important. I don't want to. I don't want my mommy in in the home. I, I get nervous. I get nervous. Just to, <laughs> just to think about it. Uh, for most of you know that I, you know Lena. I take care of my son. He's 29 years old. Right. And um, I get, I'm able to work because home health care comes inside the house. And I tell you, sometimes the care that he does not receive, knowing that I have cameras, knowing that I'm mm-hmm. coming home, it, 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 it frightens the very core of my being to think, what would you do if he was away someplace? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. If you could do that or not do this very basic need right. in the home, what would you do if he wasn't in the home? Yeah. It's, it's, it's frightening. It's easy yeah, from my so I understand. Yeah, from my experience in working in in a nursing home, and um, I saw things, and I cried. I left that job because not because I couldn't do the work, but because I couldn't stand to be around what I saw. And I'm, I mean, me at that time coming in new, I was like, uh, who do I tell without them saying they right. fire me? Especially if there is a conglomerate, like they're working together yeah. and knowing this, like they're like what? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> well, they, they were, I was in home health industry. I, I started, my life renewal started as a home health aide. Mm. So I know mm-hmm. the, make sure this one is changed because her mother is here. So you can leave the one, you can leave the one down a hall messy. Ooh. You can leave the one down a hall wet because they don't have anybody come care for them. But right. take care of the one who has the cousin yep. and the auntie and the sister and the daughter yep. come in. So the message was sent that you only do it for, for face value purposes. Yep. It's horrendous to consider that. Terrible. It's horrendous to consider that. So we need to do something. And I want to be a part of the change yeah. as opposed to being a part of the problem. I want to be a part of so, the solution. Yeah. And again, I have my hands and have my hands in all aspects of it. So preferably, you know, any of you are listening and you know a home health agency or you know a small nursing agency and they don't have a big budget for staff training and professional development, give me a call. Yes. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. <laughs> her, her, her Gmail is empowered. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, elevation at gmail.com. Yes, plug, 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 plug. <laughs> plug, 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 plug. <laughs> I look forward to it. Yes, and um, it's going to be great. I look forward to the work that we're doing. I'm one of the things that I enjoy about Women Win Together, and of course, it entails 
um, two separate women who have two separate entities and two separate ideas, but one common goal and one common purpose, which is to fulfill their purpose, but to do it with integrity. And so for me, one of the things that I love working with you is because integrity is your foundation and you truly believe that women win together. It's not a subtitle of something that you do so that people can swipe their credit cards or their debit cards, but you really believe, and we really believe that collaboration is empowering. So I'm so excited. I love working I look alongside yeah. Selena. Yes, I do too, and I and I and it's and it's amazing that we come to this 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 to, this topic of working together, because um, a segue it's a great segue for what we're about to discuss, which is customer service. Help oh. us! Help us! Help us! Oh. Help can us. somebody? Can somebody say please? <laughs> <laughs> Look, people, let me, let me say, it's called customer service, not customer oh. service, because sometimes, I'm going to be honest, the yes. experience, okay, has been trying yes. to take us, take us out our Christian, okay? <laughs> Some of the experiences. That is so cute. Customer <laughs> service, okay? Wait. Cuss to cuss to me, okay? Cuss okay. To, don't be cussing to me, okay? <laughs> Who? What? A lot, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. Yes. yes. And um, I know that we can all share our experiences, which we will we'll share a few. But um, what what direction do you think you know, Ronnie? That we need to go in to help create mm. a better customer service experience and training right. for those who are in place to be of customer service. Well, one, you, you, you said it, you said it in your inquiry mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. customer service offers an experience and that experience should be directly connected to your vision and the mission of the business that, that you have which would ultimately produce the outcome you say you'd want. But what unfortunately has happened, our great, wonderful country has allowed, if you put it in writing, it then is legal for the most part. And I'm no lawyer here. Mm -hmm. So we have allowed people to almost monopolize or gouge customers. And this based on the need or the desperation of the need. So I know you need water. I don't have to be polite to you for you to get to pay your bill because I know you need water. You can only go through me. There's only one person, there's only one company serving water in your area. So I can pop my gum in your ear. (laughs) I can be ugly with you in your ear. You got to call back because this is the only place you can call. Right. Right. So I, I believe they failed to remember the first let's talk about humanity but mm-hmm. that there should be a positive experience within reason because you have some customers that show up and they've had a bad day but we're talking about the recountability of the person offering the service they need to make sure that the people on their front line knows first what is customer service do you even know what it is right exactly so we have to start there right and understanding that you are a rep, like a lot of people, and I understand they take a job and it's to get a paycheck, but right. to, for um, management 
and CEOs alike to have something in place to gain so that they have an understanding that they're not just representing, yeah, I'm coming in to get a check, but understand you are an image of the brand in which <laughs> we are trying to build. Like, you don't, you know, when you have on that shirt or when you carry the name or when you're standing in the place of um, the rep being the representative, you are carrying with you <laughs> a part of the business. You're not just, you know, who you think you are when you clock out. You right. are a representative of that company. So the, the experience of the, the highest rating uh, uh, statistically of people who don't come back to a business is because of an experience they had. And it only takes one that it will only, change the mind <laughs> of a it customer. It only takes one, sis. And not only does it take one, but it takes the lack of one. Mm -hmm. So when I, I, I cannot be, I was that customer service representative that was begrudged that I had that position. Mm. That was begrudged because the culture of the environment. So we have to, we have to offer the responsibility to the person who stepped out and formed a business and stated yes. that they need employees. Let's yes. start there. Yep. So what happens is that oftentimes we get great dissatisfaction with our customer service because that representative is aware that their overhead and their overhead overhead don't really care about the stakeholder who's walking in the door. Mm -hmm. because if I was intimidated about keeping my job, you better believe I'm a smile through my attitude. I'm a smile through my pain and I'm a smile through my frustration because the culture that was created before I even came into the job was set in stone and there are no compromise. Right. Unfortunately, money has been the, has become the only motivator. Mm -hmm. So a lot of these brands are pushing people unrealistically to reach unrealistic goals. And it is a culture and an environment that's not conducive for positive customer service. Right. Right. And you're right. And there's, and there's also a lack of empathy. I can't understand for the yes. last me. I can't understand how you can allow your ego to take hold of you when you're dealing with someone who might be taking a little longer to, to, to do, take, you know, take their order in, or, you know, you see so, uh, an, uh, a, a elderly person who might be struggling and you yeah. would just, you know, you, you forget that you don't really know their situation. And so they right. come up to you and they're taking a little longer, or they might need you to repeat a little bit more and you roll your eyes and, and suck your teeth yeah. or, you know, yeah. empathy is so important with customer yeah. service because you don't want if the tables can turn seasons do change okay that's why we we, we wear heavy coats in winter and we might loosen up Tell a little somebody. bit in the summer hello Tell somebody so you might be on the other side one and two like why you know allow yourself to for, for a moment like remove yourself from the rushing to get something done rushing to again to get the check and empathize with those people who are not the only reason you're getting paid is because they came in the building okay? that that that, <laughs> that is so you know what the, the sad part about it is that when i realized i wanted to be a nurse mm -hmm. all my life i wanted to be a nurse mm -hmm. i come to realize that that was very much correlated to the spiritual calling on my life mm -hmm. but i always wanted to be a nurse so when life started to, when, the, when I got my second win in life, mm -hmm. I, was, I became a CNA and I said, let me try this first and see how it goes. 
I was a CNA for four years. And as I went through those four years, I watched the nursing industry change from one of empathy. Mm. I'm here. I'm here for one of empathy to one to compl- of compliance. Yes. So now if the nursing industry that should be the most infused with humanity and empathy has been overtaken by compliance so that lawsuits and so that money yeah. can be made and lawsuits can be prevented, how much more you think the hardware store at the corner or the Walmart, everyone, these big industries are driven by compliance that's true. So the, the the people who are on the front line are overwhelmed because they offer them unrealistic expectations that they must reach, mm-hmm. and there's no tools are given. The they're oh. not they're not main they're not managing what's happening on the front line because they're like you are telling me from three floors high of what I need to do within an eight hour day, and you did not include the. 37 customers that was going to pull me from what you asked me to do mm-hmm. to show them where the tissue is right. or to ask them to ask the 15 minute question. So oftentimes I try to empathize with the poor customer service representative right. and recognize that their overhead is sometimes provoking that. Right. And that, that goes right to what I was going to ask this when it comes to customer service, and the expectation of it being um, excellent um, yeah. would be responsible for that. You just said, like the you know the head, like who who's in charge. And yes, I, I just watched um, in my neighborhood a whole group of young teens. It's like they all they're all gone now from the supermarket where I, where my neighborhood. Like, and it was like a flood of of <laughs> they they've been fired. And I'm wow. just like man, you know, if somebody had took some time out to train them, because what's going to happen when they go to the next job? This experience with them all getting laid off is going to flow into their, to their next job. And they have no training, no, no understanding of what went wrong, no full um, understanding of what to do next. They're just going to go to the next location. And it's going to be that simple with the same behavior that, could have been corrected but what is it you know what is it about training that is not being there's no money put aside to give proper training there's not there's no time and consideration to give proper training for so that customer service can be a a better experience for not just the customer but for those who are giving it like what what do you what would be some suggestions for that like to help in that area well first of all you have to recognize that customer service is a direct correlation to your bottom line. Mm-hmm. Period. So if you are making, let's say, five thousand dollars a month without great customer service, you are missing out on twenty more thousand dollars. So okay. let's just say that 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 poor customer service is showing an interest. So you might be making it. You might be getting by. You may be even getting a profit, but you must trust that you are impeding the highest level of that that's mm-hmm. one that's true and your question as far as the budget is concerned one of the reasons why many people 
people are not implementing it because the cost of these greater, these other companies that come in and charge you thousands and thousands of dollars mm -hmm. to offer you a two or three day training when it is known that only 10% of any training that you receive, you retain. Yep. Yep. So you just paid a corporation $10,000. They put you on a schedule. They made you sign a contract, but because they have a name and they have a fantastic website, they have no follow through and they have no alternate supports. So not only do you need a budget, you need a realistic budget, but not only do you need a budget for training, you need a budget for sustaining. Yes. And I love what you said there about follow through, because I know yes. for the services that I offer, I always like to check back in. I don't, it's not even about what I get paid. Like I check back right. in to see how things are going regardless. Right. And I think that's so important because one you you know you give somebody something to eat normally normally after you know especially myself i like to ask was it good did you like it right. people right. who people who like it will ask for more they might consider it later on this is the same thing with your business this is the same thing with the, the follow through check up on them when you get served some food the, the waitress helper is always coming around is it good do you like it can i offer you anything else would you like this there's a reason for that and when you're offering a service to, of training i think it's important for that follow-through because they might need some more help in a certain area are you willing to do that for them it's important that we're, we're willing to sometimes go above and beyond because we can see clearly clearly that the need is there. <laughs> the it's, need is there. It's so, is there from, well, first of all, you see when you, when you step into a place like Walmart, they have six machines and one person. They want that one person instead of hiring people to run between six people with six problems. And they want to make that person is supposed to be able to satisfy six different customers at the same time, provided okay. they have a need at the same time and to do it well. Typically the people that they, you have to, one of the things that you, corporations have to know i have so much to say about this so forgive me if i ramble just rein me in lena no 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 we're good we're good <laughs> you you have to know the demographic that you're hiring to serve okay you have to know the demographic that you're hiring and know the demographic that you're serving because mm. that's how you infiltrate the kind of training you need Yes. Do I need sensitivity training? Do I need multicultural training? Do I need professional etiquette training? Yes. So what kind? So we just grabbing trainings? No, you know that you are on the corner of the most impoverished neighborhood in, let's say Texas. Mm -hmm. So you know within you should know. Take do some research that with impoverished people there comes frustrations and angers and agitations. Right. There comes there comes the probability of stealing and so many things. You can't hire some fragile little young lady who has no assertiveness. Right. You can't hire somebody who you notice has a temperamental issue because you're going to have brawls breaking out in your. Know who you're hiring and know who you're hiring to serve the demographic in which you are tended to serve. Exactly. Particularly when you're a small business and an entrepreneur. Absolutely. Entrepreneur. Absolutely. Does that make sense? It does. It absolutely does. And then I don't. We we're gonna jump into this. What about the these a lot of companies with the customer service who give you the robotic customer service? <laughs> oh my! Get get me off of this phone. You ready? You make, you're gonna make me throw my tea. You you're gonna make me throw my tea. I I I'm 
they've been again they've been trained and their training is very much scripted there's no relationship with the customer it's just uh they they understand the empathy side of things because clearly the script says so (laughs) (laughs) if the script says it then it is so But they, there's a there's a human dialogue that is being unmet because you're like, wait a minute. And so I know me for me being troublesome. Sometimes I like to mess with them if they, <laughs> you know, yeah. just being funny to throw them off the script because I yes. want to. Where's the human in you? Like, am I talking to the person? Or am I talking to a robot? And this is for the phone most of the time. Phone customer service, and it's yes. you know, yes. What, what can we say about that? <laughs> well, unfortunately, Lena, technology have taken over. They have taken jobs. They have taken down corporations. They are taking out family. They are taking out socialization skills. Let's just take it there, okay? Yes, yes. And so funny that you said one of the things that we can do regarding the follow-up and regarding this robotic um, presentation that is offered, we should we need to offer authenticity. Okay. And one of the, and there there's little room and there's little autonomy Mm. for especially small businesses because small businesses can't really afford if we're honest for the sake of the insurances and for the sake of things they really can't there's certain things they can't afford so they need to be able to maximize on what they really need and prioritize right get what you need to done first and to me customer service is a priority it is. It really is. But what happens is they're hiring people who, and I'm not even going to place it on education because I've seen the most educated people with the greatest degrees mm. be the least empathetic and to be the most crude and most rude because yes. to, to. they had a yes. degree. Yes, yes. ma'am. Say that. Okay. Say that. So I'm to, not going to I'm, I'm, okay, say it again. <laughs> so I'm not even going to say that education is any longer the core dynamic that says you will get someone that you can trust on your front line. Right. I like the psychological surveys that based on certain answers, you can tell certain personalities. I like those. Yeah. Because it's, it's the, you need certain personalities to serve certain demographic and to help Mm -hmm. form certain cultures. You don't need Nisi. But anybody who doesn't know my name was Nisi, and, and that's my nickname. <laughs> you don't need Nisi, the survivor, who had to survive going from one store to another, who have adopted and adapted to certain survival skills that were far less full of etiquette in a certain area where people are coming through the door that represent that very same mindset. Why? It's going to continuously trigger the person it's going to trigger that that's so true and it does that make sense that is so true yeah that's good that's so true so i need to be somewhere where i can support that but not be buried in that right i can support but if i if every customer i serve is going to roll their eyes throw stuff at me tell me what i need to do because i date a customer and they always write Mm-hmm. There has there has been certain traumas. Let's let's let's, let's oh. go back to the culture. Let's go back to the culture a little bit. Yeah. Every every customer representative is a human being that faced something in their life before they came to work. 
Exactly. So I believe small companies and all companies should have something in place for mental health and mental wellness. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I just slid all the way off the, off the. Oh rail. no, <laughs> we, we there. We, we there. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, there's so much we can dive into but that um, encompasses this, this topic. So what has been described to me, one of your worst customer service experiences? Oh, father help. <laughs> it's been, now, you know, you should not have to have a dossier of customer service. Right. I think I'm going I'm to I'm I'm leave it with my son. Mm. Yes. Um, some of the worst customer service I received taking care of my son. There was one young lady who sat on the arm of my chair years ago. Mm. She sat on the arm of my chair with her hand folded as I described to her what my son's daily needs were. Um, mm. he had, he's unable to take care of any of his the ADLs, they call it, the activities of daily living, washing his hair, brushing his teeth, any of those things. Right. So anybody in place, and I've worked, you know, 98% of his life. So, I've, you know, anytime I was off work, it was because laid off or, or companies closed or moving. Right. And this young lady sat on the edge of my couch in my, no, just that's rude right there. She was sitting on the arm of my chair. Okay. With my hands folded and told me, that what I was asking her to do was too much and she ain't doing it. And the task that I asked her to do was to wash his hair. And he's a, he's a boy, if we haven't noticed that. I said he several times. Right. So he didn't have hair down his shoulders on his back. And he was still young enough where he could have been, you know, carried to the tub or carried right. to the sink or bathe him. And I was just giving her an introduction of what she needed to do and we got to take care of him. And needless to say, I chased her out of my home. Wow. That was the worst level of custom. Now, we're talking about home health. Right. Exactly. You are there to support someone else's well-being. And you cracked your gum. Mm. And you popped your head and told me what you ain't doing. Because four hours wasn't enough. Eight hours wasn't enough to offer my child a full bath. Mm. I don't know if anything else can top that. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Interestingly enough, my, my worst customer experience was, was in, health, in the health um, care system as well with my son. Mm-hmm. He, was, um, mm-hmm. he was about five or six years old and he was going in to get vaccination. Um, no, they wanted to draw blood. That's what it was. And they couldn't find his vein. And I know a lot of people have been having this experience, but he was, he was a baby. They couldn't find his vein. And he was getting agitated because they took the needle out, kept trying to poke him again, took it out, kept poking him again, to the point where he was screaming. Poor baby. And trying to get out the, get out the chair. And this is what hurt. What hurt me wasn't the fact that at first I had to help hold him down. It's now right. that it became aggressive to where they wanted to get three more people to hold him down instead of just waiting and trying again, maybe another day. Instead yeah. of just saying, okay, that's enough. Because now, it, like you said, it becomes traumatizing. Yes. And yes. Now you want me to come and sit on him and hold his yeah. arm while the rest of you come. What? in the world 
Yes. Yes. This yes. blood is going to be there tomorrow and the day after. <laughs> if it's not, then we're, we won't be here. I won't be coming here to give you any. So what, what, you know, like what the thought yeah. process, like what, yeah. and I, and uh, you know, I was young and I wasn't the same as I am today. And I right. had to let somebody know a few things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cust yeah. Customer service. <laughs> um, <laughs> that you, you know, he's a young, he's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You, you yeah. wouldn't want that done to you. What do you think? Like, where was what was the process, the thought process in in straddling him down? It, it he was it, it it didn't make sense to me, and I was hurt for him. So I was so hurt for him, and I know he it, was traumatized. Well, yeah, and it's sad to hear you say that because ninety nine percent of the time that is how children are managed, and the unfortunate part about it is that, um, you again knowing those you serve mm -hmm. and knowing the ones that are called to serve the one you serve. So right. you would figure if you have to deal with children, they should have some developmental appropriate practices in place to know that this is how you maintain a five-year-old because this is the typical outcome of trying to get blood from a five-year-old. Right, right, exactly, exactly. But the, and I, I, my son has to be put to sleep just to get a dental cleaning. Wow. Because other than that, because he has no vision, Hmm. Um, anything that goes into his mouth, it feels like somebody's choking him. Of course, what are you doing? What are you poking? And then right. he has no expressive language. So he can't ask the question that will satisfy his curiosity or his fear. Wow. Hmm. So I, I completely understand right. that, 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 and, and I can imagine the colorful language. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I was hot and I was and I was different and I was younger so <laughs> Lord hear me and, and, and forgive me um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah I, I, like, like I said I'm, I'm really looking forward um to your workshop I think like with, look at this conversation it's necessary it's so necessary it's very necessary, it's very um, necessary. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, we're looking forward to having some guests on who will, from a business perspective, from an entrepreneurship perspective, an owner's perspective, to uh, speak to a lot of the things that they have experienced um, that will help all of us um, mm -hmm. grow um, in the area in which we're we're working towards. So um, it's been great. This has been great. This conversation has been I, awesome. <laughs> Listen, I love having these authentic, transparent conversations because they're so necessary and they're exciting for me. It's a way for us to express what we have to offer and who we are and to avail to those that we are called to serve that this is authentically us and we're here to serve with integrity. So I love that. I love that. And we're looking forward to meeting with those of you who have the same foundation. Yes, yes, yes. Also, some good news is that women went together. We're looking for, um, because again, the platform is women winning together. We're looking for businesses who are interested in offering um, information related to their services so that they can be commercialized on our podcast right here with us. We can uh, include it. Um, Included in the in between part segments of the podcast, so that your your brand, your business, your services can be reached 
can reach others through this platforms and um we're excited about that so if you're interested in not only being a guest but all but also sharing with us your services um your business information and how people can reach you please um reach out to us at women win number two gather g-e-t-h-e-r at gmail.com and we will happily oblige and um, of course ask a few questions um and to get things um situated and organized but yeah we'll let you know all the info we need and we'll work with you and work towards that that goal because we want to see our we want to see our fellow entrepreneurs we want to see our, our see our fellow women win and this is what yes. we're doing yes yes as always and never to be taken for granted. We look forward to meeting with you. We look forward to talking with you. We definitely look forward to rubbing elbows with you. But most importantly, we look forward to winning with you. This is Women Win Together. I'm Vinice. And this is Lena Anderson. And we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>